Hello, and welcome to the Doctors, Doctors Washington, Washington Podcast. On this episode of The Story, we'll discuss why we decided to pursue careers in medicine, our family influences, and what growing up in our home was like. So, Dr. Latanya, why did you decide to become a doctor? I really feel like my history with uh, wanting to pursue medicine came very early in life. If I talked to my mom about it, she would say that when I was five, I said I wanted to be a doctor and that I never really changed my mind. As a young kid, I had trouble with asthma and I was in and out of the doctor's office, even had to be admitted to the hospital a few times. And I just really, I didn't enjoy being sick, of course, but I really liked my doctor and the interaction that we had. And I thought that it was something that I would find interesting. And so really from that point on, I said I wanted to become a pediatrician. And that was really what I worked towards. What about you, Dr. Kimberly? My um, interest in medicine came much later. So I had no intention of going into medicine. I actually wanted to be an archaeologist. I wanted to be a firefighter. I wanted to be other things. Um, And I didn't realize that I had an interest in medicine until I got to college. So um, at that point, I was working as a unit secretary at a hospital just to make extra money in order to um, go out to eat with my friends. (laughs) And um, and so when while working there, I was on the high risk OB floor um, and I really enjoyed the teamwork that was um, characteristic in the medical field. Um, And it seemed like a challenge to me. The sciences were always a challenge and I was looking for a challenge in my um, in my career and what I would do later in life. So that's what led me towards medicine was that experience in the hospital. So what about you, Dr. Jasmine? So for me, I think it was a combination of some of the things you guys mentioned. Um, You know, initially I was thinking I was going to pursue a career in dance Um, in my earlier education. uh, I was a part of a program where I, you know, did some ballet, jazz, um, different types of dance. And I really liked uh, that kind of thing. But as I continued in my education in middle school and high school, I really got interested in in medicine and, uh, you know, biology and the sciences and really how uh, I can make an impact on taking care of of patients. Uh, Also, I was able to see that from, you know, what you guys were doing before uh, as I was growing up, that it was something that was possible for, you know, black and brown kids because uh, I know a lot of people don't uh, have that kind of environment that they grow up in. And so I was fortunate to have not one but two sisters that had already uh, kind of at least started or uh, were near completing the the path to careers in medicine. So I think that was a benefit as well as some experiences and programs that I was able to participate in in high school uh, that really gave me a firsthand look of, of what it would look like to practice medicine as a career. So, um, you know, I guess... One of the things that I wanted to kind of break in and say is that if someone asks me, you know, oh, wow, why is it or how is it that all three of you ladies became doctors? I usually just say that Dr. Kimberly and Dr. Jasmine were copycats. Right. Sure. 
In other words, she thinks that she's the center of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, imitation is the highest form of flattery. So, (laughs) but, uh, but really, I think, you know, this is the perfect time to speak about our influences that were within our home. Uh, Not only our, like us as sisters, but our parents and, uh, you know, how that aspect kind of played in on how we uh, viewed education and how we viewed uh, ourselves in this world. So what do you guys think? Well, Jasmine, I'll throw that question back to you. I mean, you were the youngest kid. You got the cushiest life. So you tell us what your experience was. We were older, a little bit older once you were in middle school and high school. So, and you got to do everything you wanted. So tell us what your experience was in high school. Uh, I don't know if I got to do everything that I wanted, but I mean, I do think that uh, mama and daddy were uh, a little bit more lenient with uh, some things that I wanted to do. Like, um, you know, I think being, you know, participating in dance, also, uh, you know, participating in different uh, in different programs like the National Youth Leadership Forum on Medicine uh, was helpful and kind of helping me to formulate, you know, what I thought a career in medicine could look like for me. Um, you know, cultivating relationships with people in the community, uh, specifically uh, physicians of color was helpful because, you know, just based on the, the, the background that we have, um and also like i said just seeing you guys do it and having mom mama and daddy um you know just keep encouraging me along the way and saying hey pursue what you want to do you know i I think that i think a big thing is that you know mama and daddy weren't like oh you got to be a doctor (laughs) so yeah i mean what you think tanya what what you got to say So my experience was a lot different than Dr. Jasmine's. Um, I would say that in growing up, uh, mom and dad were very strict with me. Like I went to school, I came home. I didn't really do any extra activities. Um, Excellence in education was expected. When we would bring our report cards home, it was you know, if, if we had a B, then it was like, why didn't you get an A? Um, you know, they always expected us to do our best. And they knew that our best wasn't always a B. And so they were really focused on those things. As far as participation in like extracurricular activities, like I didn't really have an opportunity to like go out with my friends or do um, a lot of social activities. I was more of a homebody Um, but I think that I turned out well I think that they certainly did set me up for success but I think that when I was growing up there are um, there's about 12 years of difference between the ages of me and Dr. Jasmine that they may not have had the um, the connections that they had with other physicians in town so I didn't really see a lot of other black physicians that I could interact with Um, but they were still very encouraging to me and saying that, hey, you know, if this is what you want to do, then we will support you in that, and you can absolutely do that. One of my earliest memories is that they bought me one of those little Fisher-Price doctor kits 
that had the stethoscope and the reflex hammer and all that inside. And um, I remember daddy used to do a lot of, um, he had rental properties and would do work on those on the weekends and he would be tired and he would fall asleep on the couch. And so when he was sleeping, I would use my doctor kit and I would doctor on him and check him out and make sure that he was okay. Um, so that was one of my earliest experiences with like caring for somebody. So what do you think, Dr. Kimberly? Well, my, I was somewhere in the middle. I was very social or I thought I was. <laughs> I hung out with friends, you know, I, mama and daddy were a little more lenient, I guess, by the time that I came along or I wore them down. I don't know which one it was, but, um, but still, you know, I mean, the, the basics of it still remain, you know, they really did have a, an expectation that we would excel. And they, one thing I can remember and, you know, even brain true, um, more recently in my life is that whenever we brought to our parents, any ideas that we have for things that we wanted to do, they never, they never discouraged us from doing those things. Even if, you know, it was, outside of our reach, you know, potentially, they still told us to, you know, not to close the door for ourselves, but to have make someone else close it, um, if that's not where we were supposed to head. And a perfect example of that was um, Harvard had a summer program um, that I heard about when I was in 10th or 11th grade. And I, um, I applied for it. The cost was ridiculous um i think it was three or four thousand dollars for you to go for the summer and my parents didn't have it um but i applied for it and i got accepted to it um but we couldn't afford it so we asked people in the community to help pay for it um we just didn't raise enough money in order for me to go but even though we knew the price tag um before i applied for it and we knew this wasn't something we could afford they still didn't didn't discouraged me from applying. And so it was an achievement for me to be accepted to it, even if I couldn't afford to go and I never actually went. Um, and it's cool anyway, because I need to be at Harvard, but <laughs> it was it was still, um, you know, uh, an example of how they never discouraged us from doing the things that we wanted. You know, any idea that we came up with, you know, the the answer was yes, let's do it, you know, rather than um, discouraging us even more so recently when I decided to go back and um, get training in liver pancreas and bile duct surgery you know I asked my dad about that um, a few months before his stroke and you know he was fully on board you know despite me being much later in life he said yeah do it what do I need to do in order to help you do it you know that was always his attitude that was always my mom's attitude and so I think just that 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 stance with your kids will make them want to look for every possible opportunity to and and actually you know reach for those opportunities because they don't have a concept of being told that something is outside of their reach yeah i agree with that um i i do feel like you know the culture in our in our house wasn't like I can't it was always you know I can in making sure that you had the support that you needed to make those things happen um you know I think there have been I think we can all you know 
think of memories of different opportunities that we've had uh, even before college that, uh, you know, by all intents and purposes would have looked like, why did you even apply there? Or why did you even think about this as an option? Because, you know, it seemed out of your reach. But just by the way our parents were about education and, you know, striving for higher, uh, you know, higher educational uh, opportunities that, you know, it didn't, those things didn't seem like they were reached. They felt like, oh, that's normal. Like it's not, it's, and I'll, I'll say that too. And I'm sure you guys will agree with me that I feel like, you know, the fact that all three of us our our doctors isn't wasn't like abnormal like it doesn't seem abnormal that you know it's three you know black women physicians coming out of one family um even though to the outside world that seems like something that's like oh my gosh such a great attainment like we don't see ourselves like that it's just like oh we you know we really wanted to do this thing our parents told us hey let's do it how do we get there and we you know by the grace of god (laughs) made it so i think having a supportive background and uh folks that are in your life that are pushing you to to aim for things that may uh may have seen beyond your reach is you know important because it, it does it makes you not put limits on yourself whereas uh you know you could do so many things that uh that you may not have otherwise been able to do if you were if you place those limits there yeah i definitely agree with that i think that you know, growing up and in our household, it was always, if that's what you want to do, then let us all work together to figure out how you can do that. And if we ever got to the point where we had something that we wanted to pursue, and then we decided that we didn't want to do that anymore, then that was always a conversation. Okay, so initially, you said you wanted to do this. So now why has that changed? You know, what is it? why do you not think you can do that at this point? Or why do you not want to do it anymore? And, you know, most of the time, if it was, you know, I think it's too hard, then the answer was no, keep going. For me, when I was eight years old, there was an opportunity to uh, join the orchestra at school. And so I initially wanted to play the cello because I thought that it, I love the sound. But my parents were like, that thing is too big. You can't have that to carry to school. That's too much. So I settled on the violin. And so I started playing violin, but it was hard. And so my parents had rented a violin for me and I was playing. And then I said, look, I don't want to do this anymore. They're like, why? I was like, because it's too hard. They were like, no. And honestly, I stayed in the orchestra and played the violin until I was in the 12th grade from the third grade. So that was one of the things that they really didn't allow me to give up on. I'm not going to say I'm a master violinist by any um, stretch of the imagination because I'm not at all. But, you know, that was one of the things that they were like, okay, continue to do that, continue to work on it. And so I think that's an example of a lot of the things that we encountered when we were growing up. Anything else y'all want to talk about, about mom and dad? We'll, We certainly have a lot more to share about them. Um, When we are doing this podcast, we certainly want to highlight them um, because of their tremendous sacrifice and encouragement that they had and how they helped us to really become the women that we are today.
Anything else, Dr. Kimberly? Um, I think that is a good stopping place for this particular um, podcast session. Um, I'm sure that you guys have listened to us long enough about our our younger years, and we appreciate your um, your attention to to us in this. Um, we will have further podcasts coming that deal with our story, and we encourage you all to uh, tune in for those in the coming weeks. Um, additionally, we ask that you, if you enjoyed this this podcast, that you will uh, rate us and like us on the various platforms, um, and then tune in to us the next time we post a new podcast. Uh, thanks so much for joining, and we look forward to speaking with you next time.